Hi, Grandma. Hello. Our only listener. Is it, uh, you know the guy in Ireland that listened to it? I don't think he listens anymore. That's okay. This is for us. Sad leprechaun noises. This is for me when you're like old and you're with your own family and me and Eleanor are like sitting by our beach house. And I'm all the way in Japan. And then they're dying trying to survive. So dinner in a Bible has a pretty good dinner tonight. I'd never had it before, I don't think. Is this the first time? Yes. Lemon chicken piccata. And some air fried zucchini parmesan crisps. Yes. And for dessert, mini ban- mini banana muffins and some grapes. Mini banana muffins. Mini banana muffins. Actually, chocolate chip banana muffins. So it's almost Thanksgiving. So I have a question. Have you thanked anybody? I thank you. I have, um, uh, thanks to God that, um, uh, thank Jesus for my honeycomb. I have thanked God that everybody knows that big banks are stupid. Stop, please. Um, you know Dad doesn't like anything. Um, anyway, I thank Mom, I think. I, I think, think. One. I think. You should thank anyone in this world. You start with Mom. She Thanks does, for getting birth. She does so much. Not just that, just dinners, your lunches, your fancy couture thingies. But secondly, you should also thank people that you know. So I had the day off today. I'm not saying self-righteously or whatnot, but I had an inkling to thank the, the, the Monterey team for always supporting me. As you know, dad is new at his job, so I have zero clue on some topics. And so I reach out to the Monterey team in Mexico and say, hey, have you seen this before? Have you seen that before? And then they would respond back to me right away. And it saves my hide. So then I can go back to my boss and say, oh, you know what, this, is, this software is not mine. This software belongs apparently to X person who has that category for um, security. Don't you also drink beer from Monterey, Mexico? <laughs> yes. I, like I do, but not, not during at work time. So I reached out to every one of them. And you think it'd be easy for me to do a control copy paste, right? But no, I wrote each one of them a message of how they helped me this year. Yeah. Wow. That's like more than 12 people. That makes a difference. That little gesture. It doesn't, it's not a little gesture, but. So I even wrote the supervisor for the team saying, hey, I'm really thankful. I know I'm new. I know I asked a lot of questions, some that were pretty simple, but it's appreciative. I appreciate the fact that you guys get back to me right away. So it's Thanksgiving. I want you to think about that. It's actually also, Thursday. Also, grateful for Daddy in his job. How hard he works. Thanksgiving's actually Thursday, but whatever. We wouldn't have everything we have if Daddy wasn't working. Today's actually my day off, but I decided to log in and thank people. You actually wouldn't have me, and you wouldn't have like, and you wouldn't have an extra boost to your bank account because I'm making money. <laughs> oh, your sticker business. Yeah. Yep. I'm gaining knowledge. So can you do me a favor and tomorrow? As you figure out the world. Can yeah. you do me a favor tomorrow and find people to thank and either email them thank you like grandma in your Facebook Messenger or find a different way to thank them. I have a way to thank them. You have Facebook. You should be able to find a way to thank them. Of course I do. You can DM people or direct message in yeah. uh, 
more sophisticated terms. Have you been thinking you're a teacher? Yeah. Copious amounts of letters is what um, uh, each one of us will receive, except for me. I mean it. Copious. And I mean... Um, you just missed an opportunity. Cornucopious. What does that even mean? Cornucopia. Cornucopia. Bountiful something. Well, yeah. And there's this, there's some kind of basket or something. Can you put your bag in a bunch of, put your bag in the basket, Remy. Stuff in it. Put it in the freaking garbage. Um, chill. Anyway, um, child. Anyway, so. Anyway. We also saw today the Big Short. Yeah, it's a very good book. Great book, actually. But it's also a great movie. And the movie explains things in terms that um, people can understand. But it's amazing to me that Ian, who's only in seventh grade, understood it fully. But and made him very angry because because the big banks are um uh, bailed out by taxpayers' money. Right. Not only did they s- cause suffering to the population of the United States and the world by unemployment, uh, homelessness, and even deaths. They also blame immigrants and poor people, which is absolute BS. Please stop. We don't like editing. Yeah. So. <laughs> I showed it to him because I wanted to, uh, you know, give him an idea um, of the things you can learn so you can have defensible positions, even if it's just in your mind. And that's the key. And you don't think I know a lot, but I don't go to work and just start throwing things around and get people all huffy about religion and politics. I just it's for my own benefits, but for my own heart. Right. To keep my heart from uh, being uh, poisoned by uh, propaganda or whatnot. That the, if you know what really happened, it doesn't really matter who's putting blame whom, you know, to whom. So I wanted to read you this in Matthew 9, and then I'll read on with um, uh, Luke 6.35. But Matthew 9... As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting on in the tax collector's booth. And he said to him, follow me as my disciple, accept me as your master and, and teacher and walking the same path of life that I walk. And Matthew got up and followed him. This is the amplified version. Then as Jesus was rec- reclining at the table in Matthew's house, that's pretty hilarious. He's like chilling. Oh, so back in two... Many tax collectors and sinners, including non-observant Jews. That's you. Oh came and ate with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, who were the observant observant Jews, of course, they asked his disciples, why does your master eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when Jesus heard this, remember he was reclining, chillaxing. (laughs) When Jesus heard this, he said, those who are healthy have no need for a physician, but only those who are sick. Go and learn what this scripture means. I desire compassion for those in distress and not animal sacrifice. For I did not come to call to repentance the self-proclaimed righteous, who see no need to change, but sinners to those who recognize their sin and actively seek forgiveness. Tell me what that means to you. The sinner... 
like the healthy people don't need physicians, but the sickly people do. Like the people who don't sin will automatically go to heaven, but the sinners need to repent, right? Right. Now, if I was sick with cancer, but I decided not to see a doctor, what's gonna happen to me? You're gonna die. You're dead. Yeah, but I'll be like every day, right? I'll eat breakfast. I'll jog. I'll fly to a plane for my job, I'll come back. But sooner or later, I'm going to drop dead. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I'm I, just like, I'm not sick. Right? You know better. I know, I, I'm not sick. Yeah, exactly. That's like the economy in 2008. Please stop. But if I am sick, and I know I'm sick, the most humble thing for me to do is to say to the doctor, I think I what, have what, cancer. What should I do to, to beat this? And listen. Right? That's what God was saying. And... I bring this up because sometimes we throw around our own self-righteousness as if we're not sick, everybody else is. But in truth, everybody's sick. Ye who without sin cast the first stone. It's all over the Bible about, look, self-righteousness is probably a disease in itself. Mm -hmm. The Pharisees, the whatnots. And just because you know more, that can actually bring on self-righteousness faster. But because you know more, I keep telling you pearls to pigs and not to insult others that, you know, you don't walk away saying, I'm wasting my pearls on you. That's not it, right? You just walk away saying, you know, I don't see us getting anywhere, but I still want to be your friend. And then you walk away. Yeah. And then if they say no, well, that's their, that's, that's their decision, not yours. I don't really give a freak. <laughs> no, well, no, your decision is okay. That's your decision. No, yeah. no. Like, you know, in my mind, that's what I yeah, know. Yeah, but you need to respect their decision. can't be like, I don't give an F. That's not right. Uh, hey, y'all, no swearing on the Christian Minecraft I'm sure show. Jesus wouldn't say that. Then we're going to jump over to Luke 6.35. It says, I'm telling you to love... Actually, let's do this um, with the Amplified Version. 6.35. But love, that is, unselfishly seek the best or higher good for your enemies... And do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. For your reward will be great, rich and abundant, and you will be sons of the Most High. Because he himself is kind and gracious and good to the ungrateful and the wicked. Mm -hmm. Be merciful, responsive, compassionate, tender, just as your heavenly Father is merciful. That's where you have to be. And I'm telling you right now, and you can ask your mother for confirmation, I am not there. <laughs> I am not there. I, I think li- you said about the lend, lend without expecting anything back. Because I think about Ian when he wants to let people know about something and he wants to fix their opinion about something political, that you can lend your knowledge... But you don't can't expect, expect you cannot expect people to just follow along with what you're saying. Yeah, after all, like Dad said, pearls to pigs. No, educate. No, right? uh, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like if they refuse to be educated, don't educate them. Well, yeah. That's true. Don't yeah, force it down the throat. Yeah, don't force it down the throat. But don't just give up on them either. Your kindness actually will bring them back right. if, if that's something that God dictates. I'm not very kind so, you know. But and you need to, and you need to. I mean, 
right? I mean, again, your wife and our friends and even my family will know that your dad has issues where I walk away quite easily. I do not. And, and, and just, you know, I'm definitely one of those that I wash the dust off my feet. But there's a time for that, and there's a time where you just have to leave the door open for them to come back and talk to you later. Yeah. I have a different personality, though. God, I'm a boxer, and I don't like it. Because God's going to soften their heart one day, hopefully, and you'll be there to help guide them. You have to be there as God's helper, not as God's uh, hindrance. You don't want to be like that Pharisee we talked about. Like, oh, I give this and that, and that tax collector over there, he doesn't do anything for God. I mean, that is what she said. Oh, you support LGBT? You're you're supporting sin, is what she said. Yeah, what a snob. Uh, and I want you to focus in, in that part of the movie, The Big Short, which I highly recommend, where the guy goes, look, you're thinking they're cheats. I'm telling you they're stupid. Let's go to Las Vegas and find out. And what did they find out? They're cheats. No. Not stupid. They were stupid. So that's different. You can't... I mean, you can't do anything with stupid, right? My mom always... Uh, well, she gave me this thing, this phrase, and I always thought it was funny, but it's so true years after. She goes, there's a clinic to help your tennis, your swimming, your health, how you walk. But it? there is no clinic for stupid. Oh! And I, oop! Oh! <laughs> so there is no clinic for my classmate that I can Okay, time out. There's no clinic... For certain things so you just have to accept that's what's gonna happen and sure enough in 2008 2009 the big recession happened not because people were criminal they were stupid it's totally different right now obvious to me they some people should have gone to jail not one well only one person went to jail and he was a nobody all the big wigs that bankrupted all the companies made people homeless had people kill themselves. They never. They ever. they went they went home rich. Yeah, and they still are. So. Yeah, but not in the end. In the end. And then we all turn to dust, right? So there's there's another path in our destiny. They might destiny. be living a good life now, but they're not going to be good living a good life in their afterlife. That's for sure. I know that, but I know they're keeping that trajectory. They, well, you just calm down to that fact. Remember Lazarus and the man who was thirsty, right? Lazarus, who was licked by dogs, he looked at the rich man over the chasm who was burning to death, and he just wanted a drop of water. I hope to see that. Okay, you can't. You can't if you have that attitude. I'm telling you right now. It's not loving. It's not humble, loving, or other. It's a Pharisee attitude. It's self-righteousness. Yeah. You've just got to calm down. Calm your crap down is basically. Calm your crap down, man. Be like that guy. But understand, too, that... All things will be in front of God. I don't care how rich you are. So that's cool. Great movie. I'm glad I have one of the smartest kids ever. I, it's just amazing to me he understood all of it. And then there's the, just the other one. Hey! I hate when you say that. You are not dumb, stupid, or other, okay? You're, you're both brilliant in your own way. That's right. 
All right. Thank you so much for the dinner. It was delicious. Thank you, Grandma, for listening. And thanks, kids, for just being who you are, including the smart daughter over there. Hi. And me. And the smart son. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.